there is a word from the Lord on this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, gracious and wise, eternal Father, it is in the name of Jesus that we come on this Sunday morning with thanksgiving in our hearts. Lord, we just want to bless you and praise your holy and everlasting name because you are the King of kings and you are the Lord of lords. You are the reason that we are celebrating this holiday season. So, Father, we just want to thank you for your love towards each and every one of us. We want to thank you, God, because you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten Son, that whosoever will believe in you, you said, God, that we would not perish, but we would have everlasting life. So, Father, even on this morning, glory to God, I just want to thank you for everlasting life on this morning, God. Father God, we pray on this morning, Father God, and we lift up before you those that are heavy in their hearts right now. Somebody may be burdened down right now. Somebody, Father God, may be worried or frustrated about the cares of life. We lift them up before you now, God, in the name of Jesus. And we ask you, God, that you would give them peace, which passes all understanding. Even now, God, saturate our atmospheres wherever we may be right now, God, with your presence, your sweet Holy Spirit, Lord God. Move mightily on this line on today, God. God, for we know and realize, Father God, that when we put our trust and our hope in you, God, you said that we would never be disappointed, Lord God. So, God, on this morning, we can trust in you with it all, God. We give every weight, we give every concern to you, God, knowing that according to your word, you say, cast your cares, our cares, on you because you care for us, God. Father, you promised in your word that you would never leave us, nor would you forsake us. So, God, on this morning, help us to come into agreement with you, God. Oh, God, that we can walk by faith and not by sight, Lord God. Oh, God, in this time that we are in, so many people, Lord God, their faith is being tested. They're being tried on every side, Father God. You said, but the present cares of this world is nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed through you, God. So, God, on today, we put our trust in you, God. We put our hope in you, God. For, God, we know that when our hope is in you, God, it's in an, in, in an invaluable place, Lord God. Oh, God, because you are the God that's able to do all things except fail. While we are yet praying, your word says, God, that you are already answering, God. You're already touching everybody on this line, on this morning, under the sound of my voice, God. Moved by your spirit in their situation, Lord. Only you know what they're dealing with, God. Only you know what they're going through, God. Only you know what somebody is feeling even right now, Lord God. But Father, we know that when we cast our cares upon you, God, that you take them up, God, because you love us and you care for us, Lord. So God, on this line on today, speak a word of hope unto your people, Lord God. A word that's going to encourage them to keep on keeping on in you, God. In the midst of obstacles, in the midst of a trying time, Lord God, even in the midst of a pandemic, Lord God, when this country and this nation is under threat of another shutdown, oh, Samashande Botaya, God, we need you like never before. We need you, God, to intervene like never before. We need you, God, to cover us like never before. We need you, God, to keep us like never before. We need you, God, to work miracles on our behalf, God, like never before. God, we need like never before faith in you, God. 
But we know and realize when our faith is in you, it's in a good and a safe place. God, we give you glory for the today. This day that is filled with new grace and new mercies. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, God, for the opportunity that we can come together and hear your word right from our various homes. God, we just praise you on this morning because you are an uncommon kind of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, today. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wherever you are on this morning, just begin to thank God. Hallelujah. Give him some praise wherever you are on this morning. Give him praise because you are still here. Hallelujah. You still are here in the land of the living. That's enough to give God praise right there. Hallelujah. He woke you up this morning. Glory to God. And you still had a portion of health and strength. That's a reason to give God praise. Hallelujah. Oh, we give him praise today. We give him praise today. Hallelujah. We give him praise on today. We give him glory and honor. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah and amen. There is a word from the Lord on today. God, he's just so faithful in all that he does. I had sit down last night after we finished with the Christmas celebration via Zoom. God bless each and every one of you all that were able to join in. Hallelujah. That was able to be a part of what the Lord did as we celebrated joy around the world. Glory to God because he is an omnipresent God. Hallelujah. And we thank him that he's a God that's everywhere all at the same time. I sat down and began to meditate and I was like, God, what is it that you want me to give out? I had it all written out, had it all jotted down, had all my notes taken, all my scriptures together, and then boom, the Lord changed it just like that. Isn't that the kind of God that we serve? Hallelujah. He changed it right before Sunday school on this morning. He changed it. How many of y'all know God have a way of flipping the script? He have a way of flipping the script. And the Lord said that the people needed to be encouraged on today. And he said to tell you that you've got to have over the top crazy kind of faith. Am I talking to anybody today? He said over the top crazy faith. Believing God in spite of their odds. Believing God in spite of what it looked like. Believe in God in spite of what it feel like. Tell yourself today, I've got to have over-the-top, crazy kind of faith. That's an uncommon faith. Glory to God. That's a faith that believe God that it's about to happen for you. That's the faith where you can believe God for anything. Hallelujah. We're going to scroll through the Word of God on today. Let's start out by reading from the book of Matthew chapter number 14 and I'm going to read for your hearing verses 22 through 31 then I'm going to scroll on over to 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 we're going to take a look at verse number 7 and then we're going to walk on over to Hebrews 11 chapter 6 chapter 11 verse 6 so again that was Matthew chapter 14 Verses 22 through 31. 
Then we're going to look at 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. And then we're going to take a look at Hebrews 11, 6. And the word of the Lord reads as follows in the book of Matthew, chapter number 14. The Bible says that Jesus commanded his disciples to get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. When he sent the crowds away, he went up into a mountain by himself to pray. And when evening came, he was there alone. But, somebody say but. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was turbulent. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying, it's a spirit. And they cried out in fear. But immediately, Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. It is I, do not be afraid. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, Bid me come to you on the water. He said, Come. And when Peter got out of the boat, he walked on the water to go towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him and said to him, O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. And the word of the Lord read, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, For without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and reward those who earnestly seek Him. Over the top, crazy faith, believing God in spite of the odds. If I had to define crazy, crazy simply means not mentally sound, marked by thought or action that lack reason, insane, impractical, erratic, out of the ordinary, unusually extreme. That is what the definition is of the word crazy. God said we got to have over the top crazy faith. Hallelujah. 
even as children of God and following God, sometimes things that he instructs us to do, it sounds like it's crazy until it actually becomes a reality. Some of the things God will speak to you sometimes in life, it sounds like it's crazy. People will look at you like you're crazy. They will treat you like you're crazy until it actually becomes a reality. We can't see God. We can't see the wind, but we know that it's real and we can feel him. We can feel his presence with us all around us and even moving on the inside of us. When you have over the top crazy faith, your thoughts and your actions lack reason. But it requires that you completely trust God solely for what he says that he can do for you. In the book of Hebrews chapter number 11 verse number 1, everybody knows Hebrews is the faith chapter. And the Bible says in the book of Hebrews that faith, it now faith is the substance of things hoped for, but it is the evidence of things not seen. It's not faith, people of God, if you can see it. It's not faith if it's cup, if it's not cup of hope. Hope is the fuel that keeps our faith in a God that we can't see. And oftentimes we can't even trace what God is doing. Have you ever been in a situation in your life where you know that the Lord has spoken to you and he has told you to do something and you're like, God, how can you be in the midst of this? I, I don't know what you're doing, God. Have any of you ever found yourself in life where you've ever said, God, I don't know what you're doing right now, God, but I trust you. That is over the top, crazy kind of faith. Even in the midst of the pandemic, people of God, we don't know what God is doing, but yet we still have crazy, over the top faith. Glory to God. That is uncommon faith in our invaluable God. I hope I'm helping somebody already on this morning. Glory to God. So if you can see it, that's not faith, people of God. But faith is the hoping in what you can't see. Believing before it manifests itself. How many times have you had to trust God when you couldn't trace him? How many times have you had to trust God and take him at his word when you didn't understand how different situations was going to turn out in your life? I know I'm helping somebody right here on this morning. There is, in fact, a formula for faith. That formula is simple. That we have to come into agreement with God even when we don't understand. Hallelujah. And then you have to add with it trust. And that equals over the top faith. So if I had to get this thing a definition over the top crazy uncommon faith it will simply mean that I agree with you God even though I don't understand and I trust that you are a God that's able to do all things except fail that's what over the top uncommon crazy faith people of God is all about on today faith is the foundation of our walk with God what we believe is going to determine what we're going to do. Glory to God on this morning. When you have over the top crazy uncommon faith, that 
is now you have decided that you're going to believe God. I was thinking about that thing on this morning. And the Lord took me to the book of Matthew chapter number 18. Verses 2 and 3 where it was talking about. It said Jesus called a little child to him. And set him in the midst and said truly I say to you. Unless you are converted, and you become like little children, you will never enter into the kingdom of heaven. That is innocent, childlike, crazy, over-the-top faith in God. Come on, here, somebody today. Having innocent, childlike faith is truly when you're trusting God's promises. You trust the instructions that the Lord will give unto you. You're willing to fall into the arms of a loving God. You're not concerned about understanding. People of God, we're in a time right now that according to the book of Proverbs, chapter number three, verses five and six, the Bible tells us, lead not unto your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge God and allow him to direct your path. Somebody need the Lord to direct their path on today. Hallelujah. God is calling somebody to walk in crazy, uncommon faith. Glory to God. The Lord is saying to his people even on this morning, he says some of the things that I'm going to instruct you to do, some of the assignments that I'm going to give you to do, it's going to require that you walk by faith, oh God. It's gonna require that you lean not to what you can see in your own ability. It's gonna require that you have an ear that is bent to the voice of God. That is what uncommon faith is gonna require you to walk in, in this hour and in this season. We've got to be able, people of God, to hear the, midst of, hear the voice of God in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of jobs shutting down in the midst of people being shut in their homes we've got to hear the voice of God in this hour come on here somebody today having that innocent childlike faith when we talk about faith do you not realize that according to Hebrews 11 6 that if you don't have faith, you're just wishing. You're just wishing. He said wishing is wanting something that you don't believe will happen. Oh God, help us. Woo! We can wish for this or we can wish for that. But we don't actually believe that God is going to do it. We're just wishing for that thing to happen. In the book of Matthew, chapter number 18, and I'm going to read for your hearing verses 1 through 7 on this morning. And the word of the Lord read like this. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a little child to him and set him in their midst and said, Truly I say to you, 
unless you are converted and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this little child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one such little child in my name receives me. But whoever misleads one of these little ones who believes in me, it will be better for him to have a millstone around about his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of temptations. For it must be that temptations come. But woe to that man by whom the temptation comes. And I read for your hearing the book of Matthew 18 verses 1 through 7. What you find about children is that Children don't worry about stuff like adults do. They are carefree. They live a very simple life. Most children eat, they get up, they play, and they do it all over again. They go to sleep and they do it all over again. Some of them think about that's what babies do. When they become toddlers, they get up, play, run around, have educational moments, and then they go to sleep and they do it all over again. They live a very simple, uncomplicated life. And Jesus said that's how we have to be when it comes to him and activating our faith in him. First of all, the problem that we sometimes run into is we ourselves make plans. We have to try to figure everything out. We have to know the A to Z and we stop trusting God with his word when we do that. We oftentimes have associations. Help us, Lord, right here. We have habits. We have tendencies where we were hurt or damaged by someone. And we associate those very things with God. It's hard to have faith in someone that you don't believe in. But God is calling us to have over-the-top crazy uncommon faith take the God off of our human standards have faith over all you have to believe that God desire to bless you you have to believe today that God desires to heal you you have to believe today that God wants you to prosper you have to believe that God wants you to be joyful and happy you have to believe that God wants you to have an abundant life do you believe that today where are my faith walkers at today where are my faith talkers at today if you don't expect anything from God then more than likely you're not going to believe him for anything you won't hope for anything the Bible tells us in Hebrews eleven six that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God according to Romans 10 and 17 and in Hebrews, it was talking about faith and faith without works is dead. We got to do something, people of God. We got to put our faith into motion when you have that crazy kind of faith. Faith, when we say that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, that let us know that we got to get in the word. We got to read that word. We got to eat the scrolls. Glory be to God. Like he told Jeremiah, eat the scrolls. 
in this hour, people of God, we got to eat the word of God. We got to eat the word for breakfast. We got to eat the word for lunch. We got to eat the word of God for dinner. Hallelujah. We even have to snack on the word all throughout the day. I'm talking about having crazy, uncommon faith in this hour. Over the top faith is not only faith for the now, but it's faith for what's to come. Hallelujah. That over the top, crazy kind of faith is only over the top and it's only crazy until God manifests what he showed you. And then all of a sudden, it's not crazy any longer, but it is manifestation time. How many of y'all know that we are looking for manifestation time? My faith in God let me know that God is going to do exactly what he said he was going to do. How many of y'all believe today that if God did it before for you, he can do it again for you? When we talk about heaven, that over the top, crazy kind of uncommon faith, that is knowing with the surety that because it is written, it is so. Do I have any word believers today? Not knowing how God is going to do it, but knowing that he will do it. Living in a vein of believing God, even in impossible situations. Believe not only that God can, but that he will. Hallelujah. Allow you to see the possibilities with God when we have that over-the-top crazy kind of uncommon faith glory to God when we have that kind of faith in God we can go beyond living a life of limitations in God but start living in the possibilities of who he is and what his word says we live beyond figuring stuff out and to a place of living dependent on God you see, as faith brings us where our understanding and limitations end, I'm, I'm going to repeat this part right here because the Lord wants somebody to get it today. Your faith actually don't even begin until you move past your understanding and your limitations in God. No such thing as a baby kind of faith. Either we believe God or we don't. Hebrews 10 and 38 says, And my righteousness ones, my righteous ones will live by faith. When we question God, y'all, we are out of faith. When we say, why God, why God, why God, why God, why God, why God? We are living out of faith. Have we ever thought about it that way? I, I'm, I'm preaching to myself today. God's an apostle. If you gotta question me with everything I tell you to do, do you really have faith in me? If you're believing God for impossible situations, there's gonna be a gap with your belief into your manifestation. And that gap is filled with hope in God. That gap is filled with trusting in the Lord. Your faith in God is making you insufficient within yourself. Your faith in God is going to make you uncomfortable at times. Am I talking to anybody today? Your faith in God is going to make us unable to do anything in our own strength. Our faith in God causes us to make moves alone. Who God? Sometimes, y'all, we want to always take people with us 
to where God is trying to take us. This let us know that we're not walking by faith. We're dependent on a man or a woman. But when we allow God to stretch us, when we allow God to increase us, when we allow God to enlarge us, we got to y'all walk by crazy, uncommon faith. We can't take our thoughts, y'all, and then post God on it. That's not faith in God. That's faith in ourselves. Ephesians chapter number 3, verse number 20 says, God's going to give you more than you ask. He said he will give you exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ever ask for or think of. But do you have uncommon, crazy kind of faith to believe God? I don't know what you're believing God for on today. Some of y'all on this line may be believing God for an uncommon move of his spirit. And if that is you, that you're believing God to do something that has never been done in your life before, then you've got to have uncommon, crazy, unusual faith. Oh God, help us, Jesus. If you are believing God to heal you, you've got to have uncommon, crazy kind of faith. What God is about to do in some of y'all's lives, this next move of God, come on here. You're going to have to be able to step out on faith. You're going to have to do something you've never done before. You're going to have to walk in uncharted waters that you've never walked on before. You're going to have to walk on grounds that your feet have never touched before. Come on here, somebody, today. I am talking about trusting God in the midst of when it don't look like it. Hallelujah. A season of the unfamiliarity is what the Lord is saying to us on this morning. Faith is unfamiliar to us. Faith is a place of vulnerability. It's a place that involves you taking a risk with God. Oh, Shabbat Sunday. It involves pain sometimes. It involves letdowns sometime but who is trusting God today where where are the believers at where, where are the believers at this morning I wish I had a praying church today I wish I had somebody that would pray their way through to their next level in God you see the opposite of faith is fear the enemy will always present fear before you when God is about to do something great in your life you see, when Peter was in the boat, he saw Jesus walking on the water. And they all thought that it was a spirit that they saw. But it was Jesus bidding Peter to come unto me. I'm paraphrasing so y'all can get the point here on today. And Jesus beckoned for Peter to come unto him. And Peter began to walk. That was uncommon, crazy faith right there. Where he was believing God enough to know that if God bid me to come, he's not going to let me die right here in this situation. I'm talking to some people on today that's believing God to do some impossible things in your life. In the book of Matthew, we find that Peter's faith was increasing 
even as he was walking. There were new levels of confidence in the redemptive ability of our infallible God. We find that Peter had a revelation which caused momentum in him. That revelation that Peter had that it was Jesus that was out there on the water was the revelation that caused Peter to move. Have anybody seen Jesus in, in their life? Have, they see, have you seen God moving in your life? You've had a revelation of God. You see, it's something about getting a revelation of God that will cause your feet to start to move. It's something about getting a revelation of God that will cause your hands to begin to give Him praise. It's something about people. It's something about getting a revelation of who He really is that gives you strength. It's something about getting a revelation of who He is that will cause you to go from the pit to the palace. It is something about getting a revelation of God that will cause you to trust Him with all your heart and not to lead to what you would understand in your own natural way of thinking. You see, Peter had a revelation that it was God that was before him. So it caused him to move. I feel the Holy Ghost is causing some of y'all to move even right now in the spirit. When you get that revelation of who he is, it'll cause you to come out of your comfort zone. You might be trembling in your socks with uncertainty. God, what's going to happen next? But you'll have the report. I believe you, God. Hallelujah. I believe you, God. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes God will make us some promises in this thing called life. We not be, may not be able to see how it's going to come to pass. We may not even know how God's going to do what he's going to do. He said, I didn't tell you that you would understand everything. He said, I told you to trust me. And I told you to walk by faith. Glory to God. You see, where he's about to take you, oh God. Where he's about to take you is going to require that you have some momentum. Jesus said, I'm not just calling you into the boat, but he says, I'm calling you into the deep. That's that place where you can trust God against the obstacles that are against you. That's that place that you would lean on God and what his word says concerning you. That is where you will rely on the word that he spoke concerning you. He said, come. Hallelujah. Never step out on crazy, uncommon faith. You won't ever know what God is really able to do in your life and through you. If you want to stay in that place of safety, then we only have faith for our salvation. He wants you to do uncommon things. He wants to do uncommon things through us. Things that he has never done before. Am I speaking to anybody today? God was using Peter to break the law of what was normal. Ah. He, he was using Peter to break the law of gravity. 
He was using Peter to break the law of buoyancy. The law of gravity says that as soon as you step off the boat, because you're stepping in water, you're going to sink. That's the law of gravity. That everything heavy sink below or beneath what is light. The water is light. So Peter was doomed to sink according to the law of nature, according to the law of gravity. The law of buoyancy says that he weighed too much for the water to hold him. So he had to stay in the place of safety. Peter was going against the law of nature. Glory to God. You see, when you got uncommon faith in God, he will go against the grain. He will go against those things that are common to you. Hallelujah. All throughout the Bible, we see over-the-top, crazy kind of faith. David defeated Goliath with faith. Abraham left behind all to go to a land that God was showing him. But he had to walk with crazy, uncommon faith. Mary brought for baby Jesus with crazy, over-the-top, uncommon faith. Nehemiah built the wall by crazy, uncommon faith. Rebecca went to the well by over-the-top, crazy kind of faith. Rahab helped those with crazy, uncommon faith. The man at the gates of the pool of Bethesda scooted over to the pool with crazy, uncommon faith. So then, what's stopping you from having over-the-top, crazy kind of faith in God? Is your faith damaged? That's when the seed of the Lord fell on the footpath. That was unfertile ground. Let the Lord be your footpath today. Our faith can't grow if you're in a place where God is not allowed to move in your life. If you're basing your faith off of the lies of the enemy that you can't, you shouldn't, you won't, you will never, then you will never walk in crazy, uncommon faith. It's something y'all about that crazy, uncommon faith in God. It will change your whole life. It will change your walk with God. It will change your talk with God. It will change your character. It will change who you are in God. Crazy, uncommon faith. Why is it that you can't have crazy, uncommon faith? What is the depth of your belief in God? How deep are you rooted in God? You see, when your roots go down deep with God, you have a track record with God, then you can believe God for anything. What is it, what is it that's stopping you from having that crazy, over-the-top crazy kind of faith? Do you have too many distractions around you? 
things that are taking your focus off God. You see, with Peter, he began to walk when Jesus called him because his eyes was focused on Jesus. But when he got distracted, he lost focus off of God. He lost focus off of his assignment. What is it that's stopping you from having crazy, over-the-top faith? Do you like discipline? We don't want to pray over the instructions that the Lord gave unto us. Crazy, over-the-top faith, uncommon faith in God. Don't just work for you, but it also works for those that are around you. It also works for those that you've been called to. It also works for those that are with you. You see, when you have crazy, over-the-top, uncommon faith, then you will let your faith line up with your purpose. You will let your faith line up with your identity in Christ. You will let your faith line up with what you are praying about. You will let your faith line up with what you're talking about. You will let your faith line up with what you believe. You will allow your faith to line up with your ability to persevere. Where the perseverance is at today. When you have that over-the-top crazy faith, you have to go places you've never been before. You're going to have to do things you've never done before. You'll have to walk through doors that you never have walked through before. You'll have to live in a place of uncertainty that you've never lived in before. you have to stand against opposition that you've never stood against before. You have to move when you want to stop. What caused Peter to sink? He became afraid. In that passage of scripture, it goes on and it tells us right here. It, it tells us that, let me flip on back over here to it. to do through you. 
said, don't you know I got you? When the storms of opposition come against you, notice even before all this, Jesus gave him some words. The first thing Jesus said unto him, he first told him, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. People of God, listen to what the Lord is saying today. He said, do what I'm telling you to do. Don't be afraid. It is I. Don't be scared. Peter answered and said, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come to you on the water. What did Jesus say? He said, come. That is what the Lord is saying to you today. Come. Don't try to figure out how you're going to do it. He's just telling you to do it. He said, come. Once you get out there, he said, I got you from there. I, I, I got you. That's what I hear the Lord saying to tell you today. He said, I got you. But the biggest thing is, you got to have crazy, uncommon faith. Who in their right mind is going to go and try to walk on water if you don't have no faith in God? Who's going to believe God? Like Abraham did to go to somewhere where he had never even seen before. Unless you believe God. Who's going to do those uncommon things? Like what Rahab did. Who, who's going to do that unless you got crazy? Uncommon faith in God. God said all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. And you can speak to the opposition and it will remove itself that present itself before you. Crazy, uncommon faith. Glory to God. And he told them, don't be afraid because some false evidence is going to present itself before you. That's what fear is. False evidence that appear real. Oh yes, the storm, you can feel it. Oh yes, the storm, you can even see it. But look what Jesus said. You may even find yourself going down sometime. And you may find yourself saying, Lord, save me. And it didn't say that it took Jesus a long time to respond because he knew the instructions that he had already given to Peter. And the Bible says immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and he caught him. And then he said to him, Oh, ye of little faith. And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshiped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. When you have that crazy time of faith in God, when God do in your life what he promised he was going to do, you're going to find that many boys, women, and girls will say it had to have been God 
that did such an awesome thing in your life. I wish I had some believers today. I wish I had somebody today that was listening that is choosing to just believe God and greater dimensions of his glory in this next season of your life. That whatever God has given you to do, whatever the Lord is, is saying unto you even now, that the momentum of God will push you and propel you to get moving in God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, it is in the name of Jesus that we give you glory and honor on today. I thank you, God, that you are raising the faith walkers on this line. That will walk by faith, God, and not by sight. That will have the joy of the Lord upon them, Father, in the name of Jesus. That will hear you, Lord, and that they will obey your instructions. Speak with clarity, God, unto them. And then take their faith, God, from one level to the next, God. That they will go forth and do what you are calling them to do. Many will open businesses. Many will enlarge their territory. Many will do uncommon things that man said will never happen. But God, we believe you by faith. This next level in your life, the next move of God in your life is going to require that you have crazy, uncommon kind of faith. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. And we give your name all the praise on today. It's with thanksgiving in our heart, Lord, that we just bless you for your word. And we thank you, God, even now that your word will not come back void. But it will go forth and accomplish what we are sending it out to do. God, I send your word on today to propel your people, God, even to greater dimensions of trusting in your word and what you have, the instructions that you have given unto them. Father, I give you praise even for it now. I give you glory and honor for it even now. And I thank you, Father, that you are an invaluable God. Hallelujah. Oh, wherever you are, even now, 